Welcome to Daily Wisdom, Walking the Path with the Buddha, a podcast shared by David Roylance. This podcast is dedicated to guiding you to completely eliminate the discontent mind and the suffering it causes by attaining enlightenment. Learn and practice the teachings of Gotama Buddha that will guide you to fully attain a peaceful, calm, serene, and content mind with joy. To support this podcast, visit patreon.com forward slash support Buddha or visit buddhadailywisdom.com where you will discover a full range of courses, retreats, and online learning resources to assist you on the path to enlightenment. Now, here's our teacher to share more. Chapter 15 The Difficult Human Existence Sickness, Aging, and Death Three aspects of life that are the most difficult for us to deal with in our human existence are sickness, aging, and death. The young prince Siddhartha Gautama, who eventually became Gautama Buddha, was sheltered during his first 29 years of existence as his father, the king, was keeping him in the palace attempting to woe him into the ways of a monarch through keeping him attached to the luxurious life of being a prince and eventually a king. At the age of 29, Siddhartha Gautama exits the palace for the first time without his father's knowledge to observe life outside the palace. He had his attendant with him who helped to explain Siddhartha Gautama's four observations of sickness, aging, death, and an aesthetic or monk a spiritual seeker. These observations eventually led Siddhartha Gautama to the understanding that because of the impermanent nature of all things and the mind's craving for permanence, we cause our own discontent mind. Sickness. The health of our physical body is important and we should maintain our health through a proper food supply and other prudent activities. We need to give the body what it needs to maintain its health. If the body ceases to exist through death, then the mind cannot stay in the current human form to cultivate the consciousness. If we do not attain Nibbana, we will be reborn, thus our difficult experiences continue. Sickness is a major challenge in our human existence. Oftentimes, when we are sick, we might moan or groan about our illness. Our normal activities might cease and thus our attachment to be active and to the physical body causes the mind to be discontent. It is important that we seek help for our sickness, but in doing so, understand that sickness is part of the human existence. We cannot escape this as part of our human condition. The body is impermanent, and we will not always be healthy. If we are human, we will be sick. During times of sickness, it is easy for the mind to stop practicing these teachings and perhaps talk poorly to people around you and have poor actions while feeling miserable. The mind is often highly discontent when we are sick. Be sure you continue to practice the teaching shared in this book, which includes right intention, right speech, and right action, along with all the other teachings. If we speak kindly and politely to those caring for us during our sickness, it will continue to create wholesome gamma and we will experience excellent care as people will be pleased to help us. Aging Aging is a challenge of life. As we age, 
our youthful appearance fades, and if we are attached to our youthful appearance, we may take drastic steps to continue looking youthful that can cause discontentedness. By attaching to our youthful appearance, we may opt for costly medical procedures or go down the path of extreme efforts to maintain our youth. This would require extensive effort, all to please the mind that craves a youthful appearance rather than accepting that we all age. It is a normal part of life and the human existence. Aging brings challenges with the physical body that we all experience. We experience aches, pains, and difficulties that we did not have during our more youthful days. We need to accept this as part of the human existence while recognizing it is impermanent. We will not always look the same as the body ages. If you are attached to your youthful appearance and constantly crave youthfulness, the mind will be discontent. Death Death is one of the biggest challenges for humans to accept and understand. Accepting our death and the death of those close to us can be extremely challenging. There are major attachments to our friends and family unless you have learned to love without attachment. Upon the death of our friends and family, or our own death, it's the end of our time together in this existence without any chance to ever again resolve any undiscussed concerns or dilemmas. Death can be a time of grave and deep discontentedness or despair due to the burden of significant attachment and the sometimes abrupt elimination of that attachment rather than a gradual letting go. Even with gradual death, it can often be a challenge to accept and deal with as humans. A friend or family member's death does not need to be taken as a tragic loss. Through understanding and practicing these teachings, you can accept death as a natural and normal occurrence that will happen because we are human and we must die. The human condition means we were born and thus we will experience sickness, aging, and death. It is our attachment to these events, people, and relationships that cause us discontentedness and suffering. The mind craves for permanent health, youthfulness, and for those close to us to be with us permanently. Death does not need to involve sadness, grief, and remorse. These are feelings produced due to attachment in the mind being discontent. If there is love without attachment, you can experience death of those close to you without sadness, grief, nor remorse. You can have gratitude for the time you spent together. Gautama Buddha explained to us that there is only one reason why we die, and it's because we were born. Because there is birth, there is sickness, aging, and ultimately death. This is the human condition, and Gautama Buddha's teachings help us to eliminate all three of these by escaping the cycle of rebirth. If we are not born, then we will not experience sickness, aging, nor death. Gautama Buddha did not teach what happened after death once we have already attained Nibbana. The teachings on the afterlife is an undeclared teaching. He did explain that we could attain Nibbana during this life or at death. He left the teaching undeclared of what transpires once one attains Nibbana and then dies because knowing the answer to this question does not change or affect our ability to attain Nibbana in this life, in this human state. No one has ever attained Nibbana in return, since one who has attained Nibbana would not return back to any future existence. Therefore, it is unknown what happens once one attains Nibbana 
and dies. Gautama Buddha's goal was to focus the mind on attaining Nibbana in this very life so that we could escape the cycle of rebirth and no longer experience existence in any form. If we still have craving at the end of this life, that is the fuel that will cause us to remain in the cycle of rebirth and be reborn into another realm. If we have not attained one of the four stages of Nibbana, we will be reborn into a lower realm of existence such as hell, afflicted spirits, or the animal realm. Siddhartha Gautama eventually left his royal heritage to seek a better understanding of these observations of sickness, aging, and death to help end discontentedness of the mind. He became a homeless, roaming aesthetic, seeking a better understanding of life and to resolve the significant discontentedness he observed with the human existence through leading an aesthetic life. He was not interested to be a ruler over people in misery and pain, with discontentedness affecting the mind. Instead, he looked for answers to the most significant problems that existed in the world, sickness, aging, and death. The young Siddhartha Gautama was interested to understand why these three human conditions caused such significant discontentedness of mind. Through his six-year pursuit, he gradually awakened the mind as the fully, perfectly enlightened Buddha. He contemplated for seven weeks of whether to teach his newfound knowledge as he did not feel the world was ready for the teachings. Gautama Buddha returned to teach five aesthetics he knew prior to his independent pursuit of enlightenment. They did not believe that he was enlightened, so he sat down and touched the earth with his hand to call on the animal kingdom to give witness of his attainment of Nibbana. Animals came from all directions and the aesthetics believed him and then listened to his teachings and the community of enlightened beings flourished. It is said that immediately upon Gautama Buddha's death, there was a significant earthquake that shook the earth. These two examples are the only significant miracles I am aware of that were said to have happened during the lifetime of Gautama Buddha. From this point forward, he provided teachings that could be understood and then practiced so that each person can observe the truth and gain wisdom for themselves. Gautama Buddha helped others to attain Nibbana through his teachings and guidance. Gautama Buddha's teachings do not require belief, as you can see the truth from your own practice of his teachings. You learn the teachings, practice the teachings, gain wisdom that liberates the mind, and gain the results of a better, more peaceful, more calm existence. The end of each chapter will have learning resources for further exploration. You will be able to explore videos, podcasts, quizzes, etc. to deepen your learning of the content you read in each chapter. Please see the ebook for more details on these resources. As you have questions or need clarification on these teachings, you are welcome to post those into the Facebook group, Daily Wisdom, Walking the Path with the Buddha, or contact the author privately for in-depth learning. Daily Wisdom, Walking the Path with the Buddha, facebook.com forward slash groups forward slash Daily Wisdom 999. Thank you for listening to this podcast. To provide support for this podcast, visit patreon.com forward slash support Buddha. To access more teachings, visit buddhadailywisdom.com. There, you will discover a full range of courses, retreats, and online resources to assist you on the path to enlightenment. 
Remember to establish a daily, consistent meditation practice along with learning and practicing these teachings. A well-developed meditation practice is the foundation in which to train the mind to attain enlightenment.